3: Welcome back, everybody. Tobin and Leroy. Taking you up until 2 o'clock. Our guy Seth Levitt's going to join us later on this hour. Talk to him. Talk some fins. Man, it's transfer portal, huh?
4: You know what? Here. Rats off a ship? Let's address this. So many kids are going to be left without a school. Here's the problem. And here's why... People in general should be careful with this. One, if you couldn't get on the field for your team that you currently are playing with, what makes you think you're going to go somewhere better and get a spot on the
5: team? I don't know. But it's not assuming that they're going to go somewhere that's better.
4: But you're assuming somebody's going to pick you up. It used to be when you went in the transfer portal. You already knew where you were going. Right. So Now you're just out.
3: You're going to try and find a spot. Now
4: you're just throwing yourself into a free agent pool.
5: Yeah, who wants me?
4: Right. And I'm like, sometimes it's – here's the thing that I I hate about this. Like, I think if a coach can leave, a player should leave. I do believe that. But I think that coach is making a decision as an adult. And sometimes kids make that decision – based on how they feel or how they're being treated. sure. And that's not how this works. You know, if you play football, if you play on a team, sometimes you got to earn your stripes. And it don't matter where you go, you're still going to have to do that. You're going to have to prove that you can play on the field. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to prove that you know what to do. You're going to have to prove that you're in shape. And you're going to have to prove that you can get the job done. You're going to have to do that wherever you go.
3: Uh, well, let's get some headlines brought to you by New Palmetto Ford Truck Supercenter. Why buy a truck at a car store? Palmetto Ford!
4: We know trucks.
3: So, about 45 minutes ago, Jalen Roos- uh, Knighton, the rooster, he has uh, posted on his Twitter, thank you for everything, Miami. And then with a the statement on the picture, with a little graphic, it says... <clears throat> rooster after- out. No. It would be cool if he did say that. I feel like that would be more efficient. <laughs> after much conversation... I've made a decision to enter the transfer portal. I've made many la- long-lasting friendships at the U and will never be forgotten. Uh, for all that I've learned from every coach here, your teachings were not in vain, and you are much appreciated. Thanks to those who have always supported me and those who continue to support me, with God by my side, I cannot go wrong. Jalen Knighton, number four. Did
5: that without fumbling the phone,
4: huh?
3: <laughs> hey, man! Not unfunny. I'm sorry, man. <laughs>
4: <laughs> so, and here's 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 what I. Sometimes, if you don't perform, there's nobody to be mad at but yourself. Mm-hmm. And going to another situation ain't going to change that, right? So I don't know. I, uh, I think one of the things I always respected about
3: did you see a, Miami and yeah.
4: the kids that have gone to Miami is how long some of them had to wait in line for their opportunity.
3: Years ago, yeah, 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 mm-hmm. years ago. I know that's But they don't have talent like that now. No, they don't. They don't. But I, uh, I think – So if
4: you can't play here – wait, you were just on a team that was 5-7. and
3: You were just on a team that lost to Middle Tennessee State.
4: If you can't get on the field here, where do you think you're going to go, Alabama?
3: Uh, did you see what Romberg tweeted?
4: What? Oh, Did,
3: did you see this done, Steve? I think so, yeah. Romberg tweeted – this was on, I think, Friday. Attention, Canes football team. Your paid vacation is over. It's time to grab your playbook and see your coach, and then a gif of time to go. He's so done with these guys. <laughs> <laughs> hey, those old school guys are definitely like so but done but with this team. It's, it's, <laughs> Rats off a ship on all of them. Part
4: part of it, part of it is, is that we're in an age right now in college football where there's too many kids playing, on not based on what they can achieve in college but what they can
3: get yes
4: and that's never going to end well because everybody ain't that guy mm-hmm. you, you see what i mean everybody's not that guy that's gonna get the nil that's for the top guys don't think you're gonna get nil everybody ain't gonna get nil
3: i mean unless you want to go like you know get punched in the face at att <laughs> But I'm sure. Let me tell you something. I bet. I bet you uh, Dan Lambert's not uh, happy with everybody here either. But I'm just. But at least he did for everybody. I thought it was a cool thing that he did.
4: But but the 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 problem is is that you got people in your in your camp telling you what you deserve or what you should have. Right. And that might not be accurate because let's not lose. Look. If you end up getting NIL and and being able to put some money in your pocket, okay, that's all fine and great. But you still can't lose why you're here. And I think it's become more about the other stuff and less about at some point you got to go on the field and perform.
3: Well, I think also, like, there is – yeah, I get the immediacy of it. Like, college football for a long time – has screwed players because of what these schools are getting especially this day and age. So I understand the need to want to see what the shiniest thing is and 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 get like the grab there, but also there's also a value in being part of something winning cuz I feel like the longevity of that like look dude, you I say this, you know, for somebody who sees people who love that school, the way they interact with you and the long lasting relationship that you had. And I know that didn't start easy for you right. over there. And I do think that there is value that but I know that's a hard thing probably to see it 18 years old, seventeen years old. Right.
4: Too. Right. But
3: that's that and that's that's my point that we have
4: these young men making life decisions before they're twenty. Yeah. And let's take a step back. Because I can tell you, when I was 19, 20, thank God I didn't have transfer portal. Because, you know, you leave high school as the man. When I I said, I left Michigan, I was a Gatorade player to the state twice. Ward Manuel was the national Gatorade defensive player. And we went up to Michigan and didn't play a down our freshman year. Why wouldn't we think we should be playing?
0: Mm-hmm.
4: Right? So, but it was never an option. Your only option was to practice harder, play harder, prepare harder so you could get your opportunity. And that part of football never changes. So, we're getting lost, and coaches are doing this too. Coaches are bringing in guys and seeing that it's not going to work out and say, maybe I'll hit that transfer portal. Yeah. So it's not all De- on the players.
3: De- De- what did he say? I'm bringing uh, a lot of luggage with me. And it's Louie. <laughs> right.
4: So I get it. But 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 if you want to have NIL, you want to have the uh, transfer portal, these are some of the things that are going to be a part of that. And there's going to be a lot of kids right? that thought they were going to get a shot at Alabama and end up at Bethune-Cookman. Yeah. And th- and, and, and and so you because everybody somebody needs to have that conversation to let them know, hey dude, it's like get recruited all over again. What have you done to make you a four-star? If you go in this transfer portal, you came here as a four or five star. You get in that transfer portal, everybody in the country is looking at you as a two star. You can't be five star forever.
5: That's true. Yeah, if you look at certain recruiting sites, they have like a transfer area as well, like for the transfer portal. And they restar these kids when they go into the portal. Right. And usually these kids that are like, if there were a five star, but they're not playing, they usually come down to like a, a three or a four star.
4: Right. So, so, like, while you' still trying to think, I am gonna have all the attraction and demand when I was coming out of high school. no, nah, they looking at you like he didn't even play.
3: Yeah, for sure. And then I think, but I, I, you make a good point about the coaches too. Like, how much of that is? Yeah, like, when would a coach could ever tell you to just leave? It's That's crazy. What coaches are doing all over. What? Hey, get out! I would have thought with Mario here, I would have thought like, oh, well, I, f- I thought. More so than like the ta- I know the talent's an issue, but I would have thought that well, part of the reason that Manny didn't work was because he wasn't he wasn't equipped for the job. He was not a head coach, and I, I thought Mario, with the experience that he had as a head coach, would get that more under control. It didn't it, I guess it just didn't seem like the vibe of the building didn't do that. Who would have thought the kids didn't buy into? Wait, him? they didn't buy into him. Yeah, who would have thought that between Manny and
4: Mario? That Manny would have the best, do the best job with these players. It's weird. But, but then, like, again, like, so.
3: Not that he did a good job, yeah, but, but did a better but, job. But
4: how how often, right, are you gonna say, we got 25 guys turning over on our. That's an NFL thing.
3: By the way, I saw uh, re- re- uh, randomly Manny Diaz popped up on my Twitter account. I didn't realize I was still following him. Because he like said something. I think it was during the World Cup. He tweeted something about like uh, uh, Pulisic's goal. I said, "I'm still following this bum." Really? And I got him off there. Unfollow. <laughs> got his Penn State polo on and everything. Is he up for like Assistant of the Year or something? Oh, is he? Well, so is uh, Gaddis.
4: I mean, how? The other question I have is: is if you have all these guys, you're getting rid of and bringing new guys in, how much of this are we going to put on the coaches?
3: That's true. Like it's see a game. Like, like when does when when am I allowed to expect when, you to do something? When are you allowed? When am I allowed?
4: Well, I want to you even, can you can see a game, and I'll give you a perfect example. When I watch the Browns, they have talent to win games in this league. Sometimes the coach hamstrings them, right? Yep. And and this is this new wave of coaches is that they feel that they have to make an imprint on every game with the decisions, how they coach, what they do. And that was, wasn't always the case. Before, it was the job of the head coach was do whatever you can to get your team to victory. And it's not like that anymore. Now, they talk about all these offensive gurus, all these guys, they want to come into the league and make an imprint, put their imprint on the team or whatever they are doing offensively.
5: So yeah. But when I when I think it comes to college, like you usually gotta wait at least by year three, because that's usually when they have their quote unquote guys right. in their No, like that's in when in they have right. their roster. guys. Like,
3: like that's down. the way it used to be, but like am I supposed is it sped up now? Like no. I don't Down
4: here in Miami, you're gonna be hard pressed to tell me you're gonna be good when I haven't seen any team speed here in a couple of years. Yeah, right? this feels and empty. this school has been known as a team that you're gonna always have a handful of athletes on your team that maybe you don't even know what the hell they could do,
3: but they're athletes. But like this, this it does feel empty. But like, am I supposed to like with with transfer portal? am like, am I am I supposed to? Is it supposed to be two years now? Like, is if they're gonna get rid of all the guys you base are, are not that Mario. Chris Ball doesn't think are, are, are his character kind of guys, and he brings in those guys. Uh-huh. Like, so I expect expect some kind of improvement next year. Or then is it also supposed to be my guys and talent? Uh-oh. Like, and I'm not even talking about national championship. I'm saying like a, a respectable record, like right. not an embarrassment. Competing, bowl competing, game, please. Bowl competing.
4: Game. Um, a pole game. Yeah. Smith and Smog says the transfer portal has sped everything up. Wake up, Grandpa. That's not no. so mean. That's the way everybody thinks it is. But understand.
3: You're not getting any five stars in the transfer portal. No, you're going to get, you know, I'm sure you'll find somebody with the right, but like Charleston Rambo worked out great. He was awesome.
4: And where is he now? Well,
3: yeah. But okay, he was good so, for the game. But he was so good for the game.
4: So, so he's getting picked up. You understand? No, no, but he that, went, no, he was,
3: his, his time was up. Like he would have gone to the draft, but like he didn't.
5: Get but it. that's been the problem with the Hurricanes the last, like, Five six years. It's always the the grad transfer that comes from Buffalo, like KJ Osborne, who who's the the only guy who isn't a knucklehead on the
3: team. Right. So I I get you. I no. I I, it's it's frustrating, and that's when it's like, well, I don't know, because I thought I was, I thought it was fair for me to expect less than embarrassing this year from Marcus Ball, because I thought I was buying credibility. I thought, I thought that they was
4: in the transfer portal, boxed in. I thought.
3: What, What are we doing? He just likes getting you, man.
4: But but but, talk about Caleb Williams to will pay for the cane the Canes. Oh, isn't the guy from USC? He, oh, he
5: left with uh. Oh, when Lincoln Riley
3: went. Okay, there.
4: but but wait wait wait, that wait, was wait, a wait. wait 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 wait. Right, just like Dion's son going to Colorado. Okay, there's a but here's the difference. The quarterback that transfers is a little bit different. Because a lot of these guys are transferring after playing, mm-hmm. it's not like a lot. Most of the, That's other, the other guys thing, in the position. Like,
3: I thought that, like I thought, and and Mario said this coming here. He said part of the reason that I wanted, true or not, but he said part of the reason I wanted to come here was because of Tyler Van Dyke. Like, he truly thought that he had one of the best quarterbacks in the league. He was hurt. He was hurt last year. <sighs> he was hurt at. He he got hurt last year. But like mm-hmm. even when he wasn't hurt, or maybe he was hurt all year. I don't know. But he never looked anything close to the guy that people were talking about being an NFL prospect. Know why?
4: Who was he thrown into? I know. I get college, college is
3: usually – when you watch
4: good quarterbacks yeah. in college, most of them, they got these fast guys that are just more athletic than the other team, and they run around to get open. That's what Ohio State does. Right? Mm-hmm. That's what they do. But if your guys aren't more athletic than the guys across from you,
3: then the quarterback struggles. I get it, but there were also games where – The guy, even in time, like he didn't look like the guy at all. Just talent aside, like I don't feel like that guy executed to the level that he did this year.
4: I would also say that it's a fine line between determining whether your team can be a spread offense or pro offense. And I think uh, last year the team was a spread offense. You spread them out, throw it all over the place. And this year they tried to run the ball because that's exactly what. Mario Cristobal wants to do. He wants to establish the line of scrimmage. Unfortunately, you ain't that guy.
3: Do you think Romberg is in Mario Cristobal's office? Not because he's on the staff, but he just wants to take the playbook from the kids and give him a noogie. <laughs> give, them, give, them no, give him a, give a, a wedgie.
4: A, give him a free ticket. <laughs> To, here's your ticket. Uh, ticket number one, two, three, seven, transfer portal.
3: He has them all in the Mar- in, indoor like, practice facility. Brett, you want to you wanna join the staff? He goes, I don't want to join the staff, but I'd really like to be the, the guy who has the job to just tell the kids to get the hell out of here. Yeah. <laughs> we'll take a break back after this.
0: T Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours
3: Welcome back, everybody. Tobin and Leroy taking you up until. Am I the two only o'clock? one that know
4: what this music is from? Paper Chase.
5: Do you Are you a Baby
4: chaser?
3: <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> 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 look at me. <laughs>
1: Minus uh, one. Hey,
4: so when we went to Cardi Debauchery. that was for lying. We <laughs> me. <laughs> We went to Crown Debauchery, and Manny Fresh was there. Oh, really? Yeah. Man. That was a couple years ago. And so uh, my, uh, who's at Fonz goes, oh, that's Manny Fresh. I say, oh, I know him. I go holler at him. So we go over there and go, what's up, Leroy? Like, because New Orleans is so small. Like, think about this. People don't realize how old Manny Fresh is. Well, he's old, man. He used to DJ the parties at my high school. That's how old Manny Fresh is.
5: So jealous. I grew up on that music.
4: And then um, and then like Master P, like until he became famous, we all knew him as Percy. Hmm. He, Cause he played basketball. Our oh, first name basis. No, we didn't know him as DJ or nothing like that. Master P. Really? You imagine him being in high school, somebody say, Call me Master P. Huh. <laughs> like that, that don't work until you become famous
3: speaking of new orleans very annoyed last night that they didn't make tom brady
4: answer for his crimes, dude that was one of the worst games to watch it was just like back and forth punt 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 worse pun. than
3: Heat grizzlies i mean you
4: it's one game
3: dude no technically it's 13 games but who's counting what do you mean it's 13 games? 11, 13.
4: They haven't played like that for 13 games.
3: You're right. They've played a lot closer and with more heart than that. That's why it's so disappointing.
4: You're not going to stop, are you?
3: I don't want to dwell on it again. But why did you uh, But it was the worst game. Uh-oh. They're trying to get him. It was funny because I saw – was, I was scrolling through Twitter and I saw him freaking out again, which kind of seems to be in every – do people Ooh. still get shocked when Tom Brady like berates somebody? Like he, he got he got it like that. He's just a curmudgeon. That's what he does. He now. got it
4: like there's certain guys on the team on especially on all the teams I played for that could lose it with a guy and nobody would make a big deal about
3: it. Yeah, but it's it's got Tom Brady's one of those guys. But he's got yeah, it's gotta be a different thing though, because he's so much older than everybody on the Don't team matter. and he's got all the credentials. Don't matter, even more reason why he
4: could do it, because if he was playing football before you were born, that means you absolutely know him as an icon. Mm-hmm. So you definitely go listen to him. That guy's a winner. I'm following him. We good. That's how it works. Are we good?
3: Or are you just like, we have to be good?
4: Everybody on that team thinks that. Mm. Man, come on. What? You're talking about a guy that was playing football before you were born, and you're playing with him? He gets the ultimate respect.
3: I gotta walk away and be like, I'm going to see what she left.
4: Think about this. Hold on. I'm going to tell you right now. What? One of the weirdest and the coolest things, when I my rookie year, when I showed up to camp. Ozzy Newsom and Clay Matthews, senior, mm-hmm. were on that team. Here's an interesting fact mm-hmm. their first year in the league, I was eight years old. Wow. Like, put it in perspective. So just imagine Tom Brady is playing with people, and he's the same age as their parents. Think about that.
3: Some more of a crybaby. Oh, whining God. all the time. He doesn't stop. He <laughs> do, he doesn't. You can't
4: just ever just appreciate greatness. It's not true.
3: Just answer dude. for your crimes, dude.
4: What does that have to do with greatness? Eh, it's
3: just enough of him.
4: Six He's get back in the playoffs. Probably gonna win a playoff when you game. You answer for your crimes. No. Uh, look. I hope I get to the point in life where. Who cares?
3: You know, you screw a lot of people out of crypto. No. <laughs> It's not his fault, man. It's, it's not, not, not his not fault. Not to, wait, wait,
4: wait. What about that? Wait, if he costs a lot of people money in crypto, mm-hmm. how much money do you think he lost in crypto?
3: Oh, probably none. I don't think he used none. Fugazi, he didn't. Yeah, I'm sure he got paid cold hard cash.
4: I tell you what, we should start our own currency. What's that? Paper tower currency.
3: Because you're, you're lacking in it? It's so worth we- the same. It's. I know. Like, but remember? Crypto. All
4: the- I like, it, and and here, I get it, and I understand all that. But as an older person, anything that I purchase or buy or save, I need to know that I could put my hands on it whenever I want to. Right? And crypto ain't that. Crypto is sold on the premise of being imaginary. That you invest in real money, real work hours into for imaginary currency. Can you get gas with crypto?
3: Can you pay your mortgage with crypto? They were allow- you go to I, think, I think some people were buying houses with crypto, actually. I know they were allowing you to buy stuff at the arena with crypto. Yeah, you could definitely. You, uh, they were giving away crypto at the arena for sure. <laughs> I feel because bad for those it's people. it's
4: FTX Arena! They would give
3: away $5,000 in crypto like every game. It's... No wonder they went bankrupt. Yeah, it's worth dollar $1.25. It slipped the last time I did the post game. I slipped FTX Arena. I was like, ooh... What it is still saying. called FTX though. Oh, that's still the it name. Technically, is but I don't yeah. think they want you referring to it. Why
4: Name's still on the building?
3: I understand, but not by I, I don't. I think if they had their way right now, it wouldn't be. Hmm.
1: But since they don't have their way, do you still? I think no. Call we're it? supposed
3: no. You're supposed to call it the Heat's house, like, or you just kind of let it, or 601 Biscayne Boulevard. But whatever it is, listen. Let me know if you're showing up tonight. All right. If we're gonna take this game seriously, just so I know. Oh, question. Just so I know. Question.
2: What?
4: Are you putting them on notice?
3: No, they're not on notice. That's why- then I'm. shut a, up! I'm giving them a why courtesy. Why are you complaining? I'm giving them Either a courtesy. You let me know you want to show up tonight. something. Either put them on notice- No, don't trick me. Or shut up. Don't try and box me in, dude. I'm not trying to box gonna, you you're in. You think you're going to try and back me into you're a corner? You're going to keep running him off and complaining. Either put them on notice- or you fine, say fine. You want to know something? No. Fine. You want to know something? Here's the deal, Miami Heat. You do last night. You do that again tonight. You better, you better, I'm going to tell you something. You better not tune no. in tomorrow. See, wait, You better wait. not tune in See tomorrow. What he's Because tomorrow. Take one more step. Dude. Take one more step. I might be so I'm going to hit you. Let me Take you. one more step. <laughs> you I do, dare you. You do tonight. You. Don't you. Don't. No, no, you <laughs> do tonight what you did. Let me tell you something right now. You do tonight what you did last night. I'm in it. I'll show up tomorrow. I may not show up tomorrow.
4: You are showing up anyway. <laughs> you're
3: gonna call from jury duty.
4: <laughs> he <Mate>. calls it,
5: <laughs> dude. Everyone well, in that room looks at you like you're you a crazy what? person.
4: Like, like, how does he go from a hard ass having trying to call people out and put them on notice to a coward?
3: I'm not a coward. What am I being cowardice about? Sorry. What do you What are you looking to get out of this? So, what are you looking to get out of this? <laughs> what do you want? I want, want you, do you want Bam Adebayo to come and punch me right in the face of the game tonight? Here's what I want.
4: I want you to understand that. that sometimes your team just ain't good enough. Right? They didn't play good Against enough. Against Donovan Cork? <laughs> Dude. You, I think you... And somebody else in this building is—you probably say, Lynn, I can get him, and then we can be rid of him, <laughs> right?" Because it just—you're trying way
3: too hard. What am I trying hard at? To it's like, get like, me you, to choke you out, you're trying, dude. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, like that. you've dropped the F bomb on this show. I think you're fine. No, I feel like I feel like you're trying too hard. I'm trying to get you to be reasonable. What am I being unreasonable about? To expect to beat the Grizzlies? With, they sitting at, with them sitting you, everybody? You, you made up a name like Donovan Corcoran. <laughs> to make my to point? Make your, exactly. you, exactly. know. I you, you should have I could have kept that bit going all <laughs> the whole show if I wanted to. You should have to make a point. You're it right. was a bad game. Yeah, and you're right. It shouldn't have been Wait, that. Wait,
4: let me ask you a question. I would feel better about this if you felt this way about Tua because he hasn't done it for a substantial amount of time. Although, like, yes, one bad game. Mm -hmm. But if people are are turned, oh, here we go with two, I would understand that because you haven't seen it that long. Mm -hmm. You only see it for one year. But this team, this is what they do. They wallow in it until January and then they get it going.
3: It's go time.
4: It's not January yet. Oh, my
3: God. If I hear one more person. I mean, wait,
4: wait. Steven, as long as you've been watching Heat basketball, Everybody on the Heat team, all they talk about is January.
3: No, they Every- don't. It's- Who does this? You are making things up. I'm not. You are.
4: Oh, my goodness. Even Pat Riley. No, he doesn't. he's oh, going to take 25 to
3: th- 30 games he from here. He says 20 games. He says 20 games is when you get the pulse of a team. And if you get the pulse of this. They're not healthy. They haven't been healthy. Uh, well, they, they were yesterday, been- dude. They were yesterday. The only guy who's not back is Vic.
0: Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
3: All right, welcome back, everybody. Tobin and Leroy here with you on 560 WQAM. Take you up till 2 o'clock. Go to the of Hollywood guest line. Shop over fifteen hundred toys indoors in one of America's largest rooms, a Toyota of Hollywood on four forty one between Hollywood and Sheridan. Talk to our guy from the Fish Tank Podcast. Seth Levitt joining us here on the show. Good morning, Seth. How are you? Good afternoon, Seth. Gotcha, uh, yeah, was I was difficult. like,
2: "What time zone are we in?" I, I'm, I'm not out in L.A., uh, but good, good afternoon to you as well. Everything is great, man. I just want to know why is Leroy getting up and leaving every time I come?
3: I, show I up don't know. I, he's here. That's the Leroy here. special. That's the Leroy he, special. He's doing Leroy break. Special? Yeah. out there perusing. I just saw him all the way down to the kitchen. I'm Like, hey, we're coming back. So. And I know
2: where that is now because of the post game show. I mean, that's all the way. It's a down hike. There. No, it's a hike. Yeah. He, he doesn't yeah, care. A football length and a half, or
3: something. He doesn't care. It's a it's a field length. It's a it's a it's a hell of a walk for him, and he's still uh, nowhere to be found. (laughs) Up here he is. Here he comes, waltzing on in, starting the show at any time with your peanut M and M's. M and M's in his hand. M and M's in Uh, hand.
2: Coffee in hand. hand It's not my fault. Oh really? No. Okay, I need to hear more
4: because I'm so develop a complex. (laughs) So here's what happened. We go down, saying hi. She's getting coffee. She goes, "Hey, can you help me get the coffee pot off the thing?"
2: Okay, first of
4: all, I, well, I, I to no, no, go no. ahead and let let say me tell that my story. I drink Cuban uh, coffee. So okay? I said, "I do not know how to use that." So coffee I said, coffee. "Sure." So I saw that she was pressing the button, and I'm saying, "Man, this is gonna be kind of hot, isn't it?" You know, because it looked like
1: and Dan Day <laughs> and had um, warned us that it right, was really hot. And
6: yeah.
4: Dan Day said it was really hot, so I'm like trying to push the button or whatever, mm-hmm. and she goes, "Lupe." What the hell? Let's, you know, can you help us? And she just came and picked it up. Like, so we were trying to, like, this fancy way, and she just lifted it up off the hot pot.
3: Because you thought it was hot.
4: No, because we thought there was a button to push yeah, like, for it to slide out. Ah.
3: All right. Well, that, now so you, you have your, your answer, Seth. You have I your mean, way- it's only live You video. have your way too detailed I answer. E- I,
4: don't e- I don't even drink coffee. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Except yeah. for that you had that uh, that coffee Ooh. addiction from Vegas. Oh, man. But, uh. Seth,
4: <laughs> we went to Vegas, <laughs> and there was. A coffee cart, and they made really? every kind of coffee you wanted, and I got addicted to coffee for one and a half weeks.
3: Yeah, it was yeah, crazy. That's, that's, that's then I came back
4: crazy. here. I came back here, and realized that every other coffee I ever had was watery.
3: Yes. So I could quit drinking coffee. <laughs> Spoiled. Uh, so Seth, the win streak is over. Very sad. Yeah. Um, what was, I guess, your biggest takeaway from, uh, from Sunday's loss of the 49ers? Uh, what, what stood out to you the most?
2: Uh oh, man, there was a handful of things. I think one of the things that stood out is, you know, we heard a lot about the 49ers defense, number one defense and this high powered offense and what's going to give. And, and, uh, look, that is a good defense and their pass rush certainly was ferocious, but there were a lot of plays to be made out there. And uh, I mean, I, clearly Mike McDaniel and the, and the Miami Dolphins offensive coaching staff schemed up something pretty special because there were guys running free Tua just had an uncharacteristically off game. He was the first one to say it when he when he stood up there. Um, uh, you know, we talked about it in the postgame show. I'm not pushing a panic button because it's just not reflective of what we've seen all year. He's been so good. He's been really magnificent all year long. I mean, you're talking about him in the MVP, uh, you know, race, and uh, and so I do hope it was just an anomaly. I don't think it was because, and this is no disrespect to the 49ers, because that is a really good football team, but I don't think it was because of anything they were doing to confuse him. He was missing throws that we've seen him make, and there were guys running wide open.
3: Yeah, it's uh, it's uh, like what do you th- what do you think of it? Is? Like, there's some theory like you really wanted it for McDaniel, like maybe it was a little bit juiced up. Uh, do you think it was maybe something mechanical? Like, just so uncharacteristic to see yeah. that from him. I mean, him and Waddle is the like most automatic thing it feels like on this team, and for right. that to to not get going, strange. I don't I don't have a great answer
2: for you there, which people are like, well, what the hell are you doing here then? <laughs> but but I you know for me I, I think ultimately you know you talked about automatic they're human beings right these are still these are these are highly talented highly trained human beings but they're still human beings and you've seen the greatest of the great have have bad days and but despite all of that what happens in the fourth quarter he hits Tyreek Hill right while running wide open you're driving down you get down to the 28 yard line with an opportunity to go ahead you're only down six points in the fourth quarter against the best defense in football and you've had an abysmal game all year but yet you still have an opportunity to win you just can't make that many mistakes against a team that good in my opinion but point being that he had a really rough first half. It continued in the second half, had some balls that he definitely liked to have back, particularly those interceptions, but still was putting the team in a position to win and things just kind of fell apart and it was you know too little, too late. Seth, do you think
4: the the way the defense was unable to hold them in those pivotal times in, in late in the game had to do with the fact that they were on the field so much early in the 40 game. Forty minutes on the field, Leroy. You yeah, know,
2: that's uh, and and, and like and to keep was,
4: asking the defense, okay, let's stop them this time. Let's stop them this time. We're like, right. man, they're
2: exhausted. Yeah, it was a strange and and by the way, those guys are pretty good on the other side. We're raving about this offensive system that we have here now and Mike McDaniel and all of those things, but. Let's not forget where he came from. Let's not forget some of the talented players over there and the talented coaching staff. And so, there—that's a good football team for sure. I think the defense did keep the team in the game. Part of the reason why, you know, there was those opportunities to go, they definitely absolutely kept the team in the game. Uh, you know, look, the final score because of the the strip sack and and so on and so forth. The final score I don't think is indicative of how close the game was despite the fact that the Dolphins' mm-hmm. offense couldn't get going. That drive at the end of the first half, Leroy, that was one that I'm sure the defense would, you know, because if they had held them, you go into the half-tide, it's probably mm-hmm. a different feel coming out of, uh, out of the locker room there. But uh, I'm not pushing the panic button. I also don't think this is a case of, well, there we go, just when we think, you know, this is why we can't have nice things. They're not as good as we thought <laughs> they are. That's I don't the, think that that's
4: the case. That's a I Dolph- really don't. That's, a, do- that's a, a battered Dolphins fan.
2: That's exactly right. That's exactly right. But I don't think like, – like I just didn't see them as outclassed. I just think that you know played a bad game. There's a difference.
5: Them. Yeah, they yeah, did. big they really
2: difference. Did. Now if they start to put two and three bad games together, then you're like, well, okay, we're just not where they you know they need to be at this you know to to play important football. at at the most important times one of my other takeaways though Tobin is what you know what yes and I thought it was so fascinating coach McDaniel said this in his post game presser that he tried to not because of his affiliation with San Francisco but he tried to create a playoff like atmosphere for this team he wanted them to know what it's like to play meaningful games at this time of the year and he did everything he could to make them feel that way and then they would have to deal with the results good or bad and I feel like you know and Leroy can speak to this but So many young players on this team. Look, Tyree Kills won Super Bowls, and there's a couple guys that have been to the mountaintop, but there's so many young players at critical Mm -hmm. positions talking about Tua, talking about Jalen Waddle, talking about Javon Holland, Jalen Phillips, all these young guys that are critical players on your team that are critically important to your team that have not had any playoff experience. Xavier Howard has no playoff experience, you know, so think about that. And and so to say we're going to make this feel like and simulate playoff football – but guess what? Regardless of outcome, you get to play again. Let's just learn what it's like so the next time a game is this big and this much is on the line, we're better prepared for it. I thought that was really fascinating.
4: Um, sometimes when you put make the stakes higher than there are, it's hard to relax and play. So right. I don't know. Like, yeah, you want to get that feeling. You want that angst. You want to be able to slow your heart rate. You want to be able to get into a flow of a game regardless of how big the game is. Um, but at the same time, if your team's too young, it's not whether they'll be able to respond. It's that will they be thinking about the wrong things, about how big this the, the game is instead of the process. So sure. hopefully he's gotten to, you know, a better point to where he can understand what what they were experiencing because – Tua was strong on everything. High, which is the worst yeah, place to be.
3: That's why I thought like if there was anything mental on him, like clearly they have a very special relationship and I know Mike publicly yep. was very downplaying of, Oh, I'm returning here. But obviously it got it, there was rough feather there was some talk back and forth. Real re- or overblown, whatever between Debo and who would have Raheem overblown Mostert. that talk record? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, who would have but, done such but a thing? But Debo was peacocking after in the locker room, so clearly, <laughs> clearly it mattered to him. So it I think it. To him. You're, it him. you're the reason. What do you mean? You're mean. the guy. You blow up everything. Yeah, debatable. You make a mountain out of every it's
2: little molehill. I yeah, I hear what you're saying. I hear what both of you guys are saying. But again, I think that's why this whole concept of let's let's make this bigger than what it is, and so it, because. If, if they go to where we think they should go, could go, and, and most of us want them to go, then I'd rather them figure that out now than right. when, if they lose and they're done. Right. So to, to your point, you're right. Sometimes when you do those things, people do get too nervous. They do they can't handle. They're not ready. They're not prepared. So what a great concept to prepare them now. Maybe do it next time. Next time they'll be ready.
3: Um, let's get this uh, answer from uh, Seth Levitt to get his reaction to some our, our McCoach and Sound of the Week already. It feels oh, like this will not be topped. Uh, <laughs> this was uh, Mike McDaniel when asked about Justin Herbert's arm. Here's the Dolphins coach to answer your question. He does have an arm. I think I believe two of them, um, and. It is strong. Uh, I'm not sure how much he can curl, but
1: he can throw the ball far. That's,
4: that's fabulous. Per- you know what? That's perfect. You know what? This is how I translate that. What a dumb question! I'll answer right. it. <laughs> right? Like, how strong is his arm? We've been watching the guy sling it for two years. Right? Right? You know what kind of arm he's got.
2: Yeah, it's Uh, so great. (laughs) And he also, like, you know, his emotional intelligence is just uh, on on a a thousand. And he knows, right, where his quarterback was drafted, and he knows where that guy was drafted. He's talked about how aware he was this was all the talk uh, last week about how aware he was of, of what the the beating that tua had taken both internally uh, as an organization externally from media fans what have you he's very cognizant of all of these things and a component of that is justin herbert right so you know when you start going to start talking about Armstrong, because when when the dolphins you know when he talked about zach wilson he raved about his arm talent you know and, and that was and he gave you these great coach-like answers here he, you know, we what a! I mean, it's hilarious, and I love that he did acknowledge that there are. There's not just one arm, but two. there are two.
3: Yeah. Two, two arms. Uh, Seth Levitt, you guys can catch him on the Fish Tank podcast with OJ McDuffie. You also, can hear the great job he does on the post game show with Travis Wingfield and OJ after every single Dolphins game here on five hundred and sixty WQM. What do you got coming up on the podcast this week, Seth?
2: Yeah, so we dropped a great one today, Uh, Alex Marvez. So now of of SiriusXM NFL football uh, radio, Um, if you're a wrestling fan, an AEW wrestling fan, you'll see Marvez. He's kind of the mean Gene Oakland of AEW where he's interviewing uh, the wrestlers backstage. Uh, Covered the NFL for almost 30 years now, but he covered the Dolphins from 99 to right before the 2007 season. And if you know Alex Marvez, I call him the dude. He's just covered this league in a way that nobody else has. He's lived his life in a very unique way. He showed up here with uh, I think mullet, ponytails, you know, goatees, wild shirts, and the whole thing. Uh, go to our Twitter account right now at the Fish Tank81. Look at the post associated with this episode. There is a just a classic photo of Marvez and Chris Perkins standing in front of the orange bowl. Perk is all foo-booed out. And Marvez has some wild shirt. I mean, it's just it, that shirt kind of tells you everything you need you to know. You sound like
4: you're explaining Joe dirt.
2: <laughs> he's got a little bit of that in him. There you go, he's got right. a little bit of that in him. Every story that he tells begins with, I think I was hammered or yeah. this happened or that happened. It's a lot of fun, but he's also a wealth of knowledge and, uh, and has incredible experience out. covering this league. But love me some Alex Marvez, and hopefully people <laughs> that'll translate in this episode.
3: Well, uh, check it on out the Fish Tank Podcast. Great job done by Seth Levitt, OJ McDuffie, and we love hearing you guys on the post game show with Travis Wingfield. Thanks, uh, thanks so much, Seth. We appreciate the time. Thanks, Seth. I appreciate the time as well,
2: even though my time gets cut every, you know, because I gotta wait yeah, for one of these days. I'm gonna have to him
3: here. <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing? I uh, I where were you? Why are you guys coming at
2: me? It was J.
3: Fink's <laughs> fault. It was not my fault. Really? <laughs> Doesn't Dad? I don't care whose fault it she was. Couldn't I'm just playing off off she couldn't get the coffee spot off when we had the, the business, nobody, nobody just taking accountability after the play is over, so Saying that's on me. Nobody, That's nobody said right, that. right. No, no.
2: I, I bleeped up, right. We saw that. <laughs> That's right. That we saw it from Mc, well. McDaniel. I bleeped up. Can somebody say I bleeped up? I'll take it. I'll take it. You well, guys are the best. do
3: <laughs> really. <laughs> 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 we'll, uh, we'll get you caught up with you guys. Headlines back with more after this.
0: AM 560 Sports WQAM. Broadcasting live from the Edmore Sawgrass Auto Mall Studios. Looking for a Chevy, Cadillac, Buick, or GMC? Stop by Edmore Sawgrass and see their great selection of new and pre-owned vehicles. Or online at back Backed by Morse.
1: Thank you to all of the business owners who kept people employed during the pandemic. For all you've done, you may be eligible to claim the Employee Retention Tax Credit, a payroll tax refund from the United States Treasury Department, applicable to businesses who kept employees on payroll during the pandemic. The window is closing to claim your refund. Contact Paychex to see if you qualify. Paychex is proud to have helped more than 45,000 businesses secure over $9.2 billion in ERTC claims, an average of $190,000 per business. 50 years and thousands of experts in HR, payroll, benefits, and insurance. You may be eligible to claim the Employee Retention Tax Credit, a payroll tax